Hey, welcome to Life in Perspective, season three, and we are talking defining moments. Y'all know I had to bring my family in to have this conversation, and this week, it's my boy, my brother from another mother, <laughs> Ty Etley. Let's go! You know, don't, oh, don't, oh, mic, oh, don't hit the mic. Yo, we are back on the screen again, together. It's been way too long. It is. It, it's been a while for sure. And the thing is, some people might not know, but we had a lot of screen time. A lot of During screen time. Okay. We go anywhere but on set where we were on camera. That's that's the only people we saw were us and the other eight people that were oh, yeah. in the room. And, and some of them are around. Right yes, now, so yes. Know. It's they just like, you know, it feels like we're there again. It's kind of a full circle moment. <laughs> kind of, bit. kind I mean, of, for sure. In a weird way. For sure. Yeah. No, it's so crazy. For we're sure. talking about defining moments. Those were for sure defining moments for yeah. us. I actually am grateful, though, because I don't think I would have survived the pandemic if I didn't have that to go to every week. Yeah, I agree. No, it, it really was a defining moment. Like, I think for one, the sense of community, but even like if you think about it, like both of us were kind of like stepping into this space where yes. we were forced and thrust into <laughs> right? like, speaking on camera, essentially to, to a ministry platform, to a, yes. a, a church and faith audience. A large audience. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like this was not something that we had done before. No. But God just entrusted us in those moments to do it. And, like, the crazy thing about it was neither one of us asked for it. No. Like, we didn't go out seeking it. Like, we didn't know how it was going to happen. At it was all. just, hey, Ty and Brenda, you guys right. want to do it? And, like, it started with two other people. Yeah. And they did it one remember. time. I don't even remember. Oh, I do remember. <laughs> and then they are like, actually, uh, Ty yeah, and Brenda cool. should do it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, Brenda, I guess. I remember. And, uh, yeah. And the know. first time... They kept, like, making us start over. People were, like, producing us in the yeah. beginning. And then we were kind of like, y'all, we got it. I think we should just <laughs> We flow. got it. We should just, like, And it did. It evolved. It went from a pre-show. Then we started, like, preaching. Like, which yeah. was crazy. Like, in the yeah. middle of the pre-show. Then we created our own little segment. We started we having conversations. We had the breakdown. Yes. The breakdown was essentially, so if we're talking defining moments, I mean, especially in regards to one and, and the church movement that we're a yeah. part of. Like, we had the breakdown. And now we look at, like, you know, you have this podcast, Life in Perspective, that you've been doing. And and I'm a part of a movement. Come that on, we Gen 1. Generation 1. Yes. And and those those moments with the breakdown, those were, like, seeds. Those were For defining sure. moments where God was, like, showing us part of the script for what would later become you know what we're sitting in now because yes. even this like this is a defining moment for you I was thinking about it as I was like just getting ready to, to talk to you is like I'm I'm sitting in a defining moment for you wow. like I'm literally sitting in a moment where you're sitting down you have the, the cameras around you have you know conversations with others and this is something that I don't even know were you even doing it like this did you know okay first of all life in perspective started I was living in a studio apartment in Long Beach California a studio which it was kind of a luxury studio because yeah. I had a little walk-in closet from the the oh, rest of the house did you like separate into, it with like things to make it feel like it was more of a no it really was like a little walk a little walkway from the open space to the bathroom oh, yeah. and I would record my podcast in a closet that just is like, like just me in a closet, sitting on the floor, stacking it up, my laptop on random stuff, and just sitting in the closet recording my podcast to like now it being on camera. It's crazy. I, I didn't even know. I just went to Best Buy and did curbside because it was wow. the pandemic and yeah, bought yeah. a microphone. That's insane. And then it grew into 
it led into other things. I feel like the podcast opened the door to like speak at Woman Evolved during yeah. the virtual conference, which I was like, I think you got the wrong number. Pastor, I think Pastor Sarah's team yeah, has the uh, wrong number. Are you sure I'm you just volunteering for the to host about? the Zoom rooms. Oh, you want me to? Oh. No, it's really crazy. But I think it just, I think what I've learned consistently is just say yes. Yeah. Because you never know where that yes might lead you. Saying yes Absolutely. to host the pre-show before and being able to connect with people. And so many people started reaching out on social media like, yo, you and Ty are helping me get through the pandemic. Like, mm -hmm. to see y'all faces smile, it's like you never know what your yes is attached to, Absolutely. who it's attached to, and what it will lead you into. Yeah. And another thing I would say to that, too, is, like, don't despise the small things. For sure. Because you, on one hand, could look at it and think it's a small thing. But in reality, when Jesus describes the kingdom, he describes it as a mustard seed. Yes. But in the seed is this this massive tree, For one sure. of the biggest trees of yes. all the trees. Mm -hmm. So when we do things and we give our yes, it might be a yes to what is perceived as a small thing. Mm -hmm. But realistically, that small thing actually can become something if you're faithful with it. For sure. And I feel like if God leads you to it, like if God leads you to these moments, yes. to these these opportunities, whatever it may be, when you know it's him, there's always something beyond what it is that you're stepping into. Absolutely. I feel like Bishop Jake's MPT always say that God gives you things in seed form. And so when you think about something in seed form, you know when you buy the package, it, it shows you what it's oh, yeah. going to be. And sometimes life doesn't do that for us. But if I get a word from God, it's a seed I know has to produce fruit. Absolutely. But it is on me to water it. I got to I gotta, I gotta show up. I yeah. got to keep watering it, even if, you know, don't get all the sunlight. Sometimes I got to move it to make sure. Sometimes there are some things that die, and I got to pick yeah. out the weeds. And that's life. And so I feel like God gave, like, our life is in seed form most of the time. And what are we? What we say yes to determines how we water, uh, what God has given us, and what it grows into. And Absolutely. so I think, like, I think, like, you just gotta trust God. Like, yeah. if He says do something, do it. And I feel like that's been the motto I've tried to live life by. Yeah, but that, that's an incredible motto to live by. Like, I, I, and when I think about what you're saying, you're talking about giving the yes to God for sure. So the biggest, and if I could just talk about defining moments, yeah. like. The biggest defining moment of my life as to this day is when I really, truly gave God my full yes. Mm -hmm. So to the person who's wondering, like, how do you even give God yeses? I would say, first, give him your yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, say yes, God, to whatever your will is, whatever your plan is, whatever you want to do with my life. And from that place, when you give God your full yes... All these other little little yeses will come along the way mm -hmm. that will lead you into more defining moments. Because yeah. that for me, like when I gave God my full yes, that was my like my defining moment. And it, but, it means usually walking yeah. away from what you want to do. It, no, when I, Brenda, <laughs> it, and when I tell you, it wasn't even necessarily walking away from me. Things that I wanted to do were stripped, ah. like pulled, pulled away from me. Mm. Now, I will say in giving God my full yes, I, I didn't fully know that that would mean that all this, these other things would be stripped sure. away. But I did have this peace that I was like, mm -hmm. okay, God, whatever you want to do with my life, I got to the place where I was like, I, I trust you. Like, yeah. whatever you want to do. And I didn't know that that would mean that I'd get a call two weeks later from my, because I was an actor, you know, and that was one of my biggest things that I was really working in and building, you know, my life around was this this thought and dream of being an actor. Mm -hmm. So with that, you have, you know, your teams, you have managers, agents, publicists, the whole nine yards. I get a call from the person who's over my teams and they drop me for something that I literally was like, wait a minute, that's not even my character. 
Yeah. This is crazy. What do you mm. mean you're, you're dropping me? Like, I, I don't I don't get it. Because what yeah. you're saying about me doesn't line up with who I am. And you know me. <laughs> but I realized that was actually for me. It was for me. Yeah. And the thing is, even though it, it hurt and it was not fun, I still had peace because I knew that, okay, I just gave God my full yes. Yeah. So somehow, someway, I had it down in me to say, okay, well, then God... You're going to work yeah, this thing out for, for me sure. because I don't really know what to do from here. But then in his grace, he showed me things along the way as I leaned into him because at that point, it's like, now I have to trust you. Yeah. And I, I love what you're saying, though, because it still is this denying what you want for yeah. him. And in that situation, you chose instead of chasing these things, I'm choosing to chase God. Because there yeah. is a way, like when you lose something, sometimes it makes you go like, uh-uh, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get it back. And even, or I'm going to either get it back or I'm going to get it another way. Yeah. And you chose to say, okay, obviously there's a reason that this is being snatched from me. So now I'm going to chase God. And it's so interesting because sure. like that's, I, I kind of like have this thing derived from Matthew 6 and 33. It's like, yes. I'm going to chase God and let my dreams catch me. Because mm -hmm. that's really what's been happening. It's yeah. like, I can walk away from something that feels like I'm leaving my dream behind and in chasing God, the thing that I was chasing finds me literally. Yes. I cannot tell you how many times I've said yes to God in an area that I didn't want to say yes to. And the thing I thought I was losing called me literally oh opportunities called me. Yeah, yeah. And so as a, a point of encouragement for anyone like listening or watching to watching this is saying yes may feel like it costs you everything, mm -hmm. but it actually costs you nothing because anything yeah. that you walk away from pursuing God, he'll give it back to you 10 times Tenfold. better than it, than you could have ever gotten it on your own. Mm hmm. I agree. And you said Matthew 6.33. I think that when you fully embrace Matthew 6.33, which is to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all things will be added unto you. That, therefore, makes you a magnet. For sure. Drawn for things, to. Yes. For sure. To exactly what you described. It makes you a magnet for the things that God actually has for your life. Yes. Because if you're seeking him first, you're laying aside everything else and saying, I'm seeking you above all things. Mm -hmm. And your righteousness, that second part too, to, to be in right standing with God. To be made righteous through Jesus because our righteousness is filthy rags. But when you accept him and pursue him and receive him and seek him first, all these other things, everything you need just in the right timing will be added. Yeah, it just like it it comes to you. And and he'll give even the things that you feel like he stole or he took away. It wasn't even necessarily that he stole it or he took it away. Sometimes he removes things yeah. to give you the right perspective on it. Yeah. And, and to gives, see if he matters the yes, most. Do I really matter to you? Or yeah. do you want that thing more than you want me? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's so good. It's and crazy. speaking of like things being drawn to you, sometimes yeah. you end up in spaces where you feel like, how did I get here? Oh, yeah. It's like I, in spaces that I could have only dreamed about. And so I'm sure you. I've seen that happen for you. Yeah. How do you navigate feeling like or do you ever feel like, man, I don't really deserve this? And how does that how does that show up in and yeah. uh, how does that show up and how does it sometimes um, flow with how you show up? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, there have been many times where I've gotten an opportunity or God has brought me before great men, great women, or just brought me anywhere. And, and in this journey with him where I, where I will literally be like, God, I like me, like, I'm the least of all these, right? Like that mm. whole thing where, where uh, actually that, that, that just notion that how, how did I get here? Yeah. Like I, just, I, I don't know how 
you chose me, but somewhere, somehow, you saw this version of me that is meant to step into this. Mm -hmm. So what I do when those moments come, because they do come, there will be moments where I face thoughts of inadequacy. Am I good enough? Do I measure up? Can I do this thing? And in those moments, the way that I personally like will cope or really get through is to think about it from the place of God's perspective about me. Mm, So good. If he brought me here, it's because he sees something in me. And that therefore means that there's something inside of me that, that needs this, that this moment needs. Mm -hmm. So I I look at it from the place of like, okay, I I just have to really trust my relationship with God and trust that if he's bringing me into these places and spaces, it's because he brought me here because this place and this space needs what I've got. Yeah. It needs my unique sound. It needs Mm -hmm. my unique anointing. It needs my, my unique perspective. And if I don't bring that to the room, I might be robbing the room of something that the room needs. So good. It's so good. I feel like I, I have that same conversation. I feel like every time I get on a platform to preach, I am like, yeah. who is going up there? Yeah. <laughs> but I think to your point is like I trust not only my relationship with God, but in that, that I don't have to go alone. Right. Because it is. I'm all like, if it's on me, child, I don't got it. I do. It's not going to get done. It's not going to be what it needs to be. So it is that it is for sure I don't want to rob this space for what God wants to do through me. And it's like, it is so true. It's like having that self-talk that overpowers the enemy telling you, you don't deserve to be there. That's so good. I love that. Okay. So another defining moment. Come on. You out here being a whole husband. It is. It is really crazy. That's wild. But that, but even me becoming a husband, like that didn't just happen because I went out looking for it. For sure. It was, it was, I really, know it happened. I yeah. saw it all happen. I know you got to win. <laughs> it was, it was that Matthew six thirty three thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, when I recognized like God, whatever it is that you want to do and went through the processes of man, I went through ugly relationships. I went mm-hmm. through situationships. I went through not knowing how to be in a relationship yeah. at all. Not like having commitment issues and not being able to commit. So God talked me through all these different things, walked me through all these different things. And when I least expected it, he brought my wife Ren to me mm-hmm. in this just beautiful and profound and pure way that like yeah. was undeniable. But I just knew. And, and the thing that I said about my yes to God that I got was the peace that surpassed understanding. Mm-hmm. The one thing that made me just know for sure, for sure that this was my person was because I had never with another person, let alone another female, felt the peace that surpasses understanding. Like yeah. I remember having a moment where, I was like, God, what is this? And he and he spoke to me and said, This is what it should feel like. Mm-hmm. And that was me recognizing, oh, this is this is peace. Mm-hmm. So at that moment, everything in regards to our relationship, everything in regards to us, like has been marked by that peace. Even when we have and listen, like we don't always see eye to eye. We don't yeah. always have everything completely <laughs> here. For sure. But we still always have peace. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, that peace has like that peace does not go anywhere. Like even when it gets tough, but that's, I think that's what the peace that surpasses understanding means in times where you think you should not have peace. You still have it for sure. So that that's been something that has helped me tremendously in my relationship. Uh, but yeah, it came, it came from those yeses. Mm-hmm. Like if I could tell you about my defining moments, like in God, it's always from the yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. So good. Okay. I have a question for you. What has your relationship with God taught you about yourself? I would say originally 
when I really got awakened to the notion of being in relationship with God, a lot of what it taught me was who I was not. Mm, Ty! Because I built my life on so many different things and perspectives and opinions and aspirations and what I wanted to be and striving, right? And, and mm. all these, you know, different things that define my life that whenever I really gave my, my yes to God, he started to show me all those things that I put my value in were not actually worth anything at all. Wow. And so I learned who I was not. And now I'm on this constant journey. And this is why I would say that defining moments are, are also going to continue to happen for the rest of our lives. For sure. We're going to continue to step into defining moments. Uh, and every single day that I wake up, that I get to go into this day with Jesus as my best friend, as my savior, as my, my confidant with the Holy Spirit guiding me, I find out more and more about who I actually am. Because my true life is, is hidden in Christ. It mm -hmm. says our life is hidden in Christ. Yeah. So that's where I find my life. I, I found out who I actually was, and I'm finding out every day mm -hmm. who I actually am more and more. And sometimes, like, I'll think I'm one thing in, in one day. He says, surprise! And then, and then I'm like, oh, wow. Or I'll find out something about myself, even through marriage. God will use my marriage, and, and he'll point out something to me, because marriage is a mirror. A mirror. He'll point out something mm -hmm. to me about me that I'm like, oh, I don't want to be like that. Mm -hmm. and, then I, and then I can now go through the process of... of shedding and, and stripping away the things that are not me yeah. and becoming more of the version of me that I know is hidden in Christ that yeah. can only be found in my relationship with him. It's so beautiful. I love that because I, I, I stand on that. Like yeah. the more I learn who God is, the more I find out who I am. Yeah. And that is so, I love that. And I, could you pray into that for yeah. the person who's struggling in their identity in a space where they're using what they do to define who they are instead of who God says that they are. Would you Absolutely. mind praying into that? Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's do it. Uh, Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you know who we are. Before you formed us in the mother's womb, you knew us. So there's a version of that person. There's a version of whoever's listening right now that you knew before they were even formed in the womb. So with that being said, God, we pray that with all the things that has been put on us from culture, from life experience, from family, from friends, from whatever it may be, God, that you would begin to show us with clear eyes who we truly are. And God, we ask you that, that you would make us sensitive to those things, that you would open our eyes to see them, God, that, that we would be able to have clear instruction and, and just be more sensitive to your voice. And if this is the moment where we give you our yes, God, where we, where we embrace the Matthew 6.33 truth to seek first the kingdom and your righteousness, God, that you would show us that if we make that choice today, that there's something that you will do in our lives that will make us exactly who you designed and created us to be as we continue to move forward in that posture. We love you. We thank you. We trust you. And we believe that you're doing something even now in Jesus' name. Amen. Ty, my brother, thank you for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me. I, man, this was amazing. I'm so glad we got to do it again. Let's go. And reconnect on the screen Absolutely. like old times. Hey, guys, thank you for tuning in to Life in Perspective. Make sure you connect with Ty. Make sure you guys tap in with Gen 1. It's an amazing movement. They're doing crazy things. I promise you, you don't want to miss it. Do me a favor. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on any platform, hey, follow me at I am Brenda Palmer on all social media platforms. Thank you for listening. This is Life in Perspective. We out.